Hey, Internet. What's up, Internet? Welcome to episode 64 of Outrage Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that made you mad online this week and explain why you're dumb for caring. As always, I am your host, Derek Bolin. I'm Dale DeRuder. Uh, Should we get into it? Dale. Wait, I'm also your host. Co-host, I guess. Neither one of us is officially a host. Yeah, otherwise we just argue like little girls about who gets to be the main host and who doesn't. I think we would both agree that it's me. Well, until we came to our senses and decided I was obviously the better choice. Right, but I feel like after that we might, might, after talking it out, we come to the conclusion that I'm carrying this entire podcast See, that's a on valid, my broad manly shoulders. That's a valid statement, and I would agree, except that I'm just better at podcasting than you. Okay, well, agreed to disagree on that <laughs> one, I guess. Uh, hey, Dale. Yeah. Big week for Canada. Yeah. You stoned right now? No. Okay, me either. Yeah, because yeah. neither of us smokes weed anymore. Right. Or but if we did. If uh, I want to, uh, if you're a uh, TSA agent or U.S. border guard listening to this podcast for whatever reason, when Dale said anymore, he meant at all because we have never, ever smoked weed. Oh, yeah. Definitely not. Or any other illicit drug. Yeah. I, I don't even know what a drug is. Not Tylenol? even. Tylenol? Well, I even try to stay away from illicit drugs. Illicit. Nice. Yeah, that that sounds about right. All right. Uh, Hey, Canada became the first uh, industrialized nation, I believe, to legalize marijuana. Like, completely legalized. um, Which I thought it was Holland. No, Holland, only the city of Amsterdam has it legalized, not the whole country. All right. And somebody at work was talking about this, and they said something about South Africa has legalized weed, but that's... It's not the same thing, so you're right. Like, I think Uruguay and Canada are the only countries that have fully legalized the consumption and sale of recreational cannabis nationwide. Oh, you know what's a terrible thing to do? Get a couple of dudes high and then bring up the country Uruguay. (laughs) You'll just have, like, a half hour of homophobic dick jokes. Yeah, that also seems like... (laughs) You are a guay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that seems like odd. Were they just trying to capitalize on, uh, oh, well, I was going to say, are they trying to capitalize on weed tourism? But, uh, apparently it's legal, but buying weed is prohibited for foreigners. Like people who visit, oh, I guess that makes sense. So you don't want to just drive across the border from whatever nations beside Uruguay and then buy weed and then leave Uruguay. What countries are beside Uruguay? Uh, Paraguay, I know that because it sounds sounds made not, up. Is that not? <laughs> it's probably. Let's let's look on a map. Uh, Argentina, maybe Uruguay on a map. You know what? I don't know what my oh, uh, grasp is very bad of. Oh, Buenos Aires, Mexico. Uh, no, Jesus, Wait, isn't Buenos Aires in Mexico? No, it's in Argentina. Oh, you were right. Uh, Paraguay is up here. Yeah. Who's this fella? Oh, Brazil. So Brazil and Argentina border Uruguay. So Uruguay doesn't want those dirty Brazilians or Argentinians. Argentinians. Argentinians? Argentines? I feel like we I'm, should know this. I'm just reading. Oh, steakhouses. Cool. What? Well, that's, that's what else Uruguay has. They have legalized weed and lots of steakhouses. Oh, dude, if you want to eat meat, Brazil's the place to go. They're the ones that started that thing where they have like... 
a cart full of meat. Yeah, and they, they just, just come bring up it to the table and slice it off with a sword. Yeah, yeah, fucking sword. Love, love Brazilian steakhouse. No, that's how you get me as a tourist. So I, weed. I feel like they probably legalized weed to prop up the steakhouse industry. Yeah. in Uruguay, there's probably like a conspiracy by Big Steakhouse. They're all like, "Yo, we're these people. They're only eating." <laughs> A healthy portion of meat and then leaving the restaurant and then going home. But what we want them to do is just be fat assholes who eat way too much, get the meat sweats, and then get addicted to meat and then come back. Just get stoned and eat like a 64-ounce porter like uh, in – what was that John Candy movie? Uh, Great Outdoors? Yeah. Is that the one where he eats the Yeah, huge, where he shot the, the bear's steak? ass. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic movie. It's uh, weird because I always got that movie and Summer Vacation mixed up. Yeah. Because wait, National Lampoon Summer Vacation? Oh, no, wait. What was the other one? Was it just Great Outdoors? Wasn't there one where he went on vacation, too? Uncle Buck? No. Maybe I'm just thinking of the same movie. <laughs> I, I came I, in two different times. I always got that movie and <laughs> that movie confused. You know that movie with Dan Aykroyd where he rents the speedboat? No, that's the same movie. No, no, no. <laughs> Again, the one, we have not been smoking weed. <laughs> the one that has John Candy and the kids and the kid falls in the cave. Oh, no, wait. That's the same movie, too. The one where John Candy eats a huge fucking steak. Yeah, it's the great. Yeah, outdoors. that's that is the great outdoors. Yeah. Uh, so oh hey, my God, let's stop doing the podcast and eat a sixty-four ounce steak. Yeah, and maybe uh, due to some, may, maybe they legalize the weed to prop up the Canadian cattle industry as well. So you could eat we're not eating enough steaks. We're not eating enough cows in Canada. Yeah. You know, you know why? Because John Candy, a Canadian actor, this is all coming full circle. Died. Yeah, he died of... Beef poisoning. Heart disease, because he was super fat. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> and you get Same difference. super fat... Same difference. ...from eating beef, while you get, like, high cholesterol and, like, carotid arteries and shit from eating meat. I'm a scientist. <laughs> I know this. But, interesting fact, I was listening to Joe Rogan, which you keep telling me not to do. He's bad. He's not a good no, guy. he's the best guy. He's, like... A renaissance man. Yeah, but he keeps... Like, you know what Jordan Peterson says he wants to do? How he wants to usher all these lost boys? You know? The lost boys? The lost boys! Hey! Nice callback. Joe Rogan is actually doing that, but not on purpose. He's just being like, oh, hey, I'm a guy who smokes weed. I'm going to talk to an anthropologist, then a dietitian, then an astronomer. And then all these guys are listening to it because they're like, oh, hey, that cage fighter guy has a podcast. And then he, like, talks about, like... DMT and the like tripping zone and spirituality and they're all like, huh, I'm becoming a better person by accident. Yeah. And meanwhile, the, the, you know, astronomer and the physicist and whoever else he has on there are all like alt-right dickheads. They're not alt-right. Also like, hey, no, maybe, maybe. I'm just putting this out there. Maybe whites are genetically superior to every other race. Thanks for listening to the Joe Rogan podcast. That's not at all what happened. (laughs) No, he's not white. He's not like alt right because maybe he says how dumb alt right people are, but he also says how dumb alt left are. Is that what they're called? If we can, are they the progressive left? We can coin. What are they called? We can coin it. You know what my favorite coin term was? The regressive left. What it, I don't even know what that is. That just means that they're trying to go so far left that they're actually taking away people's liberties and freedoms by uh, making 
changes legal where they have to like do stuff. So that's kind of true. Like uh, the the left has kind of we're getting way off topic here. We'll get back to the weed thing shortly. Yeah. But uh, the left has uh, in like trying to ensure rights for marginalized groups. Yeah. They're taking away the rights of the regular groups. Of the status quo. Which, like, I'm like, is that such a bad thing? Like, as a white dude, we've had it pretty easy. I could, like, I could donate some of my rights to, like, uh, you know, like, black transgender people or something. Well, see, the thing is, it's like, the best way to think about it is a forest, where... The right-wing people are like, I like the force the way it is because I'm a big tree and I don't want to be cut down. Whereas the left is like, we got to cut down all the tall trees so that the short trees have just as much sunlight as the tall trees. But in cutting down all the tall trees, you get everybody's a super short tree instead of going to the happy medium. You know what I'm saying? No, but that was a great analogy. Mm -hmm. I like the tree tree left. Hey, speaking of trees, weed is legal in Canada now. Oh, shit. Yeah, we just come. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, so it's legal in Canada and everybody's smoking weed. Ha, ha, ha. Jokes about how there's a cloud over Canada. Uh, Hilarious picture that went around on the line. There, uh, I will say, so weed is now legal in Canada, which is good. Uh, The government has never legalized anything that is harmful for public consumption before. No, they haven't. Uh, Otherwise, because the government is super smart and never does anything bad, ever. Yeah. No, I I totally agree with that. Um, So, like... They, they legalized alcohol. Alcohol is super good for everybody. Well, it makes you feel relaxed. What's wrong with that? Legalized cigarettes. Cigarettes are super good for people. Sound like a cramp, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite thing, I know I know a lot of weed smokers. Yeah. Unless you're a U.S. border guard listening to this, in which case I do not know any yeah, weed no, smokers. No, back to the we don't actually know people who smoke weed. We've heard the rumors of people smoking weed. Yeah. And this is what they say in those rumors. I've, I've met, like, random strangers like to tell me about how they smoke weed. Yeah, you're, like, walking down the street. You're, like, do-do-do, not doing anything illegal ever in my life. Ha-ha, life is great. And then someone's, like, hey, stranger, want to hear about all the weed I smoked 10 years ago? That's actually true about most potheads, actually. They will absolutely <laughs> be, like, did you know I'm a weed smoker? Look at this T-shirt. Marijuana leaf on there. Yeah. That's how you know. In case you couldn't tell by the pervasive smell of me, <laughs> I do enjoy marijuana and my apparel reflects my stance on what I feel of the marijuana. Uh, but uh, my, my favorite thing is that there there is this variety of weed smoker who likes to insist that uh, lighting weed on fire and yeah. inhaling it into your lungs yeah. is somehow less dangerous than lighting tobacco on fire and inhaling it into your lungs or lighting, uh, you like, I don't know, wood? What's something else people light on fire and inhale into their lungs? Incense? Cr- crack? Yeah, crack. Sometimes heroin, I guess. I mean, I've heard. <laughs> Again. So funny thing about that stranger who smokes weed, there was also a stranger who smoked heroin who was like, hey, I smoked heroin. But he wasn't as loud as the weed guy because I think he was kind of ashamed no, he was, of he it. He was much more chill. Yeah. It might have been the dying part. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So anyways, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I think what it is is once the government gets their hands in something like cigarettes and puts government tent or government chemicals in the cigarettes, 
then it gives you cancer. Whereas weed was free from government influence, so it didn't give you cancer. This is fucked up. What? Well, I'm just reading about what the different provinces, like wh- how their marijuana sales went on the first day of legalization. Yeah. Um, which was October 17th for anyone keeping count. Yeah. Uh, British Columbia, nearly 10,000 cannabis sales were made in British Columbia on Wednesday. Uh, BC, oh, government did not provide total sales, but the cheapest weed you can buy in the province is a pre-roll for $4.20. $4.20. Hey, yo. So using that as a baseline, they're saying BC made about around $41,000 in sales. Uh, Alberta Gaming Liquor and Cannabis said it made nearly $730,000 in sales on the first day, uh, nearly a wow. million dollars. Oh yeah, here it is. THC hybrid pre-rolls, 420. 420. <laughs> My favorite thing about this website is that some like lifelong bureaucrat and government yeah. nerd had to like go on here and either like enter all these items himself or like pay someone to do it. Be yeah. like, here's all the wacky weed names we want included <laughs> on there. Yeah, and he's like, oh the best was and like the next step of that is so whatever his name would be, I guess like just Steve or Ralph or some sixteen-year-old yeah, yeah, white name, Johnny Johnny bureaucrat. So Johnny bureaucrat is like <laughs> he enters all this in, and then he has to like read it out loud to the copywriter, and he's like, "Hey, um, how do you spell Landrace Sativa?" And they're like, or the Durga Matatu, <laughs> or the Galliano and Quadra. Shishkaberry. Yeah. A Kinky Kush. And he's like, banana split. I know how to spell that. <laughs> I heard him from fucking Dairy Queen all the time. I got to say something. I feel like calling your marijuana Pedro's Sweet Sativa is a bit racist. Yeah, that's that could be problematic. Yeah. Why is it Pedro's? I guess unless Pedro grows it. That would be hilarious. And they're like, hey, uh, Pedro Gonzalez, what did you name your weed? And he's like, uh, Pedro's sweet sativa. And they're like, is it a sativa? And he's like, no, but that's just what I called it. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So we have sold a fuck ton of weed. Yeah. Uh, It's legal. Everyone's stoked except for people who aren't. Uh, a lot of people were really mad about this because they figure it's what Canada's slow slide into degeneracy. Well, I'm mad about it personally, not because I think any of these lazy potheads are going to be lazier and then like society's going to go down. I just think that all of Canada's now going to smell like weed and weed stinks so fucking much. And people already smoke it enough in public because we live in Vancouver and weed's pretty much. Not been legal, but, like, been, like, where you can do whatever the fuck you want with weed and nobody, like, throws you in jail. Well, so it's kind of fucked because, like, to me, weed is, like, a marriage of cigarettes and booze, right? So. Yeah. But, so they're saying the laws governing weed smoking Mm -hmm. are the same as the laws governing tobacco. Yeah. So you can't smoke within, like, six meters of a doorway or window. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't smoke indoors unless you're you're in your own residence. But it's also it's more like alcohol in that it fucks you up and you can absolutely get high. Yeah. From secondhand weed smoke. Yeah. I feel like that's a thing that my friends who smoke not my friends, my random strangers who told me about their pot smoking back in oh, the day. Oh yeah, there was this guy who told me he was like, you know, my friends used to smoke pot in the car 
And I personally, as a guy Dale barely knows, used to sit in that car and I would get halfway high. Right. So according to this guy who that happened to, you can get like a contact high. high. Yeah. So that that's the thing that people have to take into consideration. But we yeah. still don't have uh, like open alcohol laws that are like keeping pace with that where like you can't crack a beer and drink it on the street. No. But no one's going to get a contact drunk walking past a guy drinking beer on the street. I don't think you can just smoke weed on the street still. Like, I think even though it's legal, you can't smoke it in public. So I'm going to... I think it's closer to the actual open liquor laws than the cigarette laws. I'm going to turn to... uh, Dale, if you could just talk for a few minutes here while I access my memory and look up these things that I already knew because I researched this going into the recording of the podcast. Oh, yeah, because we didn't just... Decide to talk about weed right before we started the podcast. We did not. And we so did read all of that lawyer stuff, like lawyerese. I'm just thinking. Like super government, thinking. boring paperwork on the actual weed. Oh, here we go. Uh, the act prohibits, and it, so it's different. Pro- I know every province has their uh, has different laws around it. Let's just do this easy and just assume everybody lives in BC. Okay. Thank you to all our BC listeners, yeah. uh, whether you're within BC or outside of BC. Yeah. Um, uh, it's not that we don't respect where you live. It's just that we're lazy and we don't want to look up multiple sets of rules. So if you have access to Google, which I assume you do because you're probably listening to this from the actual internet, I'm sure you can look up your own laws in your own province. And if you're one of our what is it like three international listeners? We have one in Scotland and uh, Ireland. Actually, she's yeah. going to get super mad at you for saying Scotland. Don't Google weed because you'll go to jail because Ireland is super anal about drugs. Is that true? Yes. They love their booze though. Oh yeah. That's why they love their booze. <laughs> Cause they're like, yeah, you can't do drugs. And they're like, can we drink more? And they're like, yeah, I guess so. And they're like, all right, we're yes, drinking until totally we die at 50. Uh, so the law in BC states that uh, it prohibits cannabis smoking and vaping everywhere tobacco smoking and vaping are prohibited, as well as at playgrounds, sports fields, skate parks, weird, uh, and other places where children commonly gather. So uh, so technically you can smoke weed in public you just can't do it where place. children congregate well that's and that's such a weird like ambiguous thing like yeah like if say some uh what's like if somebody doesn't want someone to smoke weed somewhere they could just be like hey kids are here and then they'd be like well there's obviously kids congregating here ironically you can no longer smoke weed in that van. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, yeah, it's. I think, like, if if I'm, like, some anti-weed crusader, I'm just going to, like, gather up, like, six or seven kids, like yeah. a dog walker, put as them all on do. leashes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, as, as one does, uh, and just walk <laughs> around, and if I see people smoking weed, just, like, bring my congregation of children up yeah. to them, be like, sorry, bud, got to put that out. See, hey. Right here, these are kids. They're congregated. Go take your devil lettuce somewhere else. So you can sir, totally ma'am. smoke weed in public. 
But you cannot drink booze in public yet. Do you think that the next step is them just being like, well, fuck it. Like, we've already done the weed thing. So, yeah, just like crack a beer. No, they're not going to loosen their uh, rules on alcohol. They're going to tighten their rules on weed. They fucking better. Or? Or? What? What are you going to do about it, Dale? What are you going to do about it? I'm going to go on a podcast and I'm going (laughs) to state how I don't agree with what they did. And then like six people are going to listen to it, think it's funny, and then just it's gone forever. Because isn't that what happens? That is what happens. Oh, wait. There's got to be more than six people that listen to this. No, that's that's probably the extent of it. Uh, anything else you would like to add on the uh, the weed legalization front? Um, oh, sorry. I was going to work this in smoother when we were actually talking about the website. But there's a bunch of hilarious apparel – or not apparel um, – uh, accessories you could get, and there's a big water pipe called the Chong Dolph. <laughs> which, if I was gonna smoke weed for the first time ever in my entire life, which it would be that, but you wouldn't do it. I would insist it's out of a eight inch color changing water pipe named the Chong Dolph. Eight inches? That's like four Dale penises. No, it's not. <laughs> It's like one and a half. That's a huge deal. Cool. Yeah. uh, You know, congratulations, pot smokers. You did it. You got weed legalized here. Uh, Good luck traveling to other countries. Oh, Uh, yeah. Uh, People who smoke weed or buy weed on the Internet, you're as of right now, you're not allowed to go to the States if you have bought weed online. Yeah. And I 100 percent like I'm fairly confident, like. The U.S. government can just be like, hey, Canada, hand over that list of people who have ordered weed through oh, yeah. a website where their public information is stored. We're going to get a list of names. Yeah. And good good luck. Yeah, the border guards are going to stop. What I think is actually happening with this is I think they're going to fully let you go in and out of the states. But it seems like it's just like a bargaining chip for the Americans to use in any like NAFTA talks or – like tariff talks or whatever. Like Trump will just be like, hey, uh, we'll get rid of like uh, we'll allow your weed smokers into this into the States if you, I don't know, fuck over a different industry. Yeah. And then Trudeau will be like, OK. <laughs> or just, yeah, like just sign over your country completely. Yeah. And then we'll all be America. Yeah. They'll be like, how, wait, how many states are there? 52 or 51? OK, it'll be like. How do you feel about being in the 53rd state? Do you think if Canada got annexed by the states, how many states would become many different states? Would you think they would just keep the same ones or they like? No, they probably they probably make like draw entirely new borders. Right. Because because American states are much smaller, much smaller. Yeah. Compared to. But that's also because they're denser because Alaska is very huge and it might be because. It's less dense. So I think just out of laziness, they keep the same provinces and territories. But I mean, it would be pretty cool. Like if they were like, we're going to make new provinces. It'd be like a draft. It'd be like yeah, a fantasy like, where draft. Where you get to like pick the players or whatever. They're like, like if, like if they made like some weird like province or new state that was like the South east of bc and the southwest of alberta and they're just like this is where the rednecks live (laughs) 
The rednecks in the this hillbilly. This is New Texas. It'd be like redneck hillbillyville or I province. I think they, they probably come up with something a little catchier than that. Uh, I would hope. Redbilly? Sure. Redbilly. Uh, Dale just excluded himself from the naming committee for no! when Canadian provinces are annexed by the U.S. <laughs> Sorry. No. Uh, all right. So in conclusion, uh, weed. Yeah, uh, go, go buy it online and smoke it. Uh, or cheap. don't. We're definitely not advising you do that because we like traveling to other countries where weed is not legal. Oh, yeah. I... Um, Personally, don't agree with the loose morals of people who smoke weed and whichever religion is the predominant one at the time of this podcast being heard by a legal authority. I am a member of that religion. All right. There you have it. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll probably talk about weed some more. Yeah. Hey, Derek. Still not high. Yeah. Still not high on weed. Still have never smoked marijuana in my life. Ever. Oh, I want to, I know we weren't going to talk about marijuana anymore, but while we were on break, I was looking up the disclaimer and I feel like responsible adults and also maybe to laugh at it. We should read the BC Cannabis Store's uh, disclaimer. It says, uh, where is it? Cannabis contains hundreds of chemicals. The two with the most known effects on your brain and body are tetrahydrocannabinol, eh? THC. Mostly, mostly close. That wasn't. It's bad, ah. whatever. <laughs> and cannabidiol. Cannabid. Not even CBDs. <laughs> that one's harder. THC is responsible for intoxication, also known as the high. See, that's another funny thing to think about. Like. Air quotes. Um, bureaucrat John or whatever we call them. What did we name him? Oh, uh, yeah. That's, Johnny that's Bureaucrat. Right. Johnny Be- old Johnny Bureaucrat. Yeah, it's funny to him. Like, the just high. Quotes, <laughs> the high. Unlike that's TH- what the youths are calling it. Yeah. Unlike THC, CBDB or CBD. <laughs> CBDB. <laughs> CBD does not produce a high of intoxication and may counteract the effects of THC. Now, here's something... I didn't know. If you are over 19 and under the age of 25, your brain continues to develop around till around the age of 25. Emerging evidence suggests that THC and cannabis may affect your brain development. Early cannabis use increase, increases the risk of affecting the developing brain, and so initiate, initiating cannabis use later in life may help to lower these risks. So they're not going to mention it here, but... One thing that's been bantied about is, um, uh, I just blanked on that word. Cool. Uh, what's the one where you have multiple personalities? Oh, uh, schi- schizophrenia. Yeah, they're saying that weed doesn't cause schizophrenia, but if you have a high uh, history of schizophrenia in your family and you're one of the people who would get schizophrenia yeah if you have like latent tendencies yeah or weed can be because apparently 
you get schizophrenia from something triggering it and then it's like exasperated and then you have schizophrenia. So it's not like weed gives you schizophrenia, but weed can be the trigger that makes your schizophrenia, schizophrenia, schizophrenia (laughs) pronounce itself and then you'll have schizophrenia. Yeah. And also... They've, they've done mushrooms they've do done this studies. and yes. other other illicit drugs that nobody should be taking and this is why and then no, nobody is done in particularly in this room yeah and particularly if American border guards are listening to this podcast for whatever reason yeah haven't so I, I just felt like it, it would be responsible adultliness of us to give you those warnings. So don't go smoking weed or you'll get schizophrenia. So I got to get, so uh, I recently, so I'm quitting smoking again. Oh, you were talking about this and I was going to say, because I used to smoke and I quit smoking because I'm a very good person and my value is skyrocketing because I was had the ability to quit smoking. And I like to bring it up every chance I get because people should know of all the great things I've done in my life like quit smoking. But anyways, no. I was going to I was going to bring up me quitting smoking because the way I quit smoking was I read this book called The Only Way to Quit Smoking. Yeah, the Alan Carr book. And it's like 300 pages, so I don't like now that you have the internet and smartphones, nobody's going to read a book that much. But I I was thinking about it because you were talking about quitting smoking and I broke down the whole theory of the book to one kernel that I think can help people quit smoking because what really helped put it into perspective for me is it's kind of cheesy, but think of your, um, nicotine addiction as a little monster, like a little purple monster or something. This is, yeah, this is, this is actually how it's framed in the book of which I read the first chapter. So what happens is people who are smoking and they're trying to quit smoking. They think of their cravings or the monster getting stronger the longer they go. So they go, oh, my cravings are too much. I'm giving in after like a week or two weeks. But what the way you should think about it is this monster, the longer you go without giving, giving in to the cravings, the weaker it gets. So if you go... A day without smoking a cigarette, the monster gets a little weaker. And then every day you go after that, it gets a little bit weaker and weaker and weaker until, like with me, like the day after, I was like, oh, I should have a cigarette. And I was like, no, I'm not going to have a cigarette because... A smigarette. A smigarette because <laughs> I don't want my craving, my cravings to get worse. So I just, every time I felt like I should have a cigarette, I didn't. And then eventually you don't even think about it anymore. And it was like really fast. It, for me, it was like, maybe two weeks to a month, I didn't even think about smoking anymore. Like, because before that, it was like, like right after I quit, every time, like when I woke up, I was like, oh, I should have a cigarette. I just woke up. I was like, no, I don't want to. Or if I was in the car, I was like, oh, I should have a cigarette. I'm in the car. I was like, no. If I just went to the bathroom, I'm like, oh, I used to smoke after I took a bathroom break. Wait, did you actually? (laughs) Didn't everybody? No, you had like a post-shedding smoke. Yeah. To, like, celebrate the fact that you pooped? Well, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. <laughs> apparently that was just a Dale thing. And then, or, like, after food or when you're drinking or anything. And I was just, like, those presented themselves. They're like, you should have a cigarette now. I'm like, no, I'm not going to. And then eventually, like I said before, they went away. So I'm bringing this up because 
it might help some people out there trying to quit something. I will say that the book is like super effective uh, in that it's basically I don't know if the Cliff's Notes would work because like reading the book is is basically like 300 pages of reverse brainwashing where it's just like like everyone knows how fucking stupid smoking is and that it's like literally the worst possible thing you can do for your health and that you smell like shit and that you're spending money to guarantee yourself cancer. But to like have it like to sit through 300 pages of a fucking book just repeating that you're a fucking moron and smoking is bad and you're just dealing with like some stupid addiction that you can kick pretty easily uh, is apparently super effective. And back when people used to read books, this book was super effective. Yeah. Uh, So I did not do that. Uh, I just went cold turkey for like the first two days and then right around the time I'd normally crack because this is like my 18th time trying to quit smoking this year. Uh, right around the, the second day where I'm like, fuck, a smoke would be really good right now. Yeah. Uh, I went and purchased one of these little fellas. Uh, you can't see through the podcast. I'm holding it up right now. They still can't see through okay. the podcast. Okay, so this is called a <laughs> Jewel. J-U-U-L. Horrible name. Sounds like you bought it from Ikea. It's, yeah. Uh, but this is apparently uh, what it is. It's it's like a little shitty e-cig. Uh, but it's basically meant to mimic the effects of smoking, like almost exactly. Like you buy these little pods there. I'm pretty sure they have more nicotine in them uh, than actual cigarettes. Yeah, I, been- I took a pull because I'm an idiot. And yeah, there's a lot of nicotine in there. I definitely got more nicotine from one pull on that than I used to get from a drag of a cigarette. Yeah. I just want to say it looks like a long thumb drive. Like it's like five inches long, half an inch wide, and a quarter inch tall. So this is what – so that kind of plays into – so these things have been on the market in the U.S. for uh, for a year, I think, maybe yeah. a couple years. Uh, and they are crazy popular with teens. Okay. Uh, teens fucking love these things because basically uh, they, they do look like thumb drives, so they're easy to conceal. And they're super small, so you could definitely hide them from your parents. Yeah, it's not like a big obnoxious, uh, and you can, like, you know, get rips on them in, like, a high school bathroom. Not that I'm advising that anyone does that. Yeah, and this time you can actually get away with it, unlike actually used to being smoking in the bathroom where it was super stinky and you get busted right away. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure I could get away with doing this, like, in the bathroom at a sporting event and no one would be any the wiser. Mm. Not that I'm going to do that. Well, actually, the bathrooms are super populated and somebody would see you and definitely rat you out. Well, fuck that narc. No, because that would probably be me. Narc. Okay. Because. (laughs) Your vapor. (laughs) Well, that one actually doesn't smell like cotton candy, which is so annoying. Like you're like walking down the street and you see this guy and you're like, oh, that guy thinks he's cool. And then he pulls out like a fucking what looks like a paperback book and he takes a huge rip and blows this huge cloud of like pina colada smell. And you're like, really guy? You're like wearing a tap out shirt and you're smoking <laughs> cotton candy. Yeah. I couldn't have found a more manly flavor than <laughs> yeah, that. They're all on moose of, blood. <laughs> yeah, they're all out of musky teak. <laughs> um, but so these things are like crazy popular with kids. Uh, but in like doing research on this, it was like, so they're declaring these the next public health crisis. Cause smoking was like, on its way out. Like nobody yeah. fucking smokes anymore because everyone realizes how fucking moronic it is. Yeah. Uh, but these things 
because they're like new and like, come on, this is like a little little sexy looking. Oh yeah, definitely sexy. Sleek lines. Yeah, uh, high powered nicotine delivery system right to your fucking brain. Uh, but they're saying that like, yeah, this is basically bringing like nicotine addiction back into the mainstream. Oh yeah, because especially now, if you could get nicotine without the cigarette, like nicotine is a super like, uh, no, like. Desirable. Yeah, that's the word I couldn't think of for a minute. Nicotine is super desirable for kids of student age because it actually makes you more mentally acute. So if again, neither one of us is doctors. I'm a scientist. <laughs> I'm just going to say right now, <laughs> if you smoke weed or not weed, sorry. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, hey. someone's going back to the weed thing. Anyways, cool. if you sm- can you put weed in that vaporizer? So because these are a... They're close. So you buy the pods. The pods yeah. are sealed. There's like videos for how to like hack them and like put weed oil in there, Would which is another up? concern. No, I don't think so. Because like I've seen videos on YouTube of e-cigarette or not, I guess like vaporizer batteries exploding. And my cousin had a vaporizer battery explode in his pocket and he got three degree burns. And I don't know, like, wouldn't it just be like a cell phone battery? How does it explode like that? Yeah, I don't think... It's supposed to. That's weird. Well, obviously it's not supposed to. So anyways, I was saying this is probably going to be a big epidemic because of the desirableness of um, nicotine because, yeah, like I was saying, it makes you more mentally acute. So it makes your vernacular better and your vocabulary like it's not like it makes your vocabulary better. It just allows you to draw on the words in your vocabulary easier. So unlike me, who forgets the word desirable Sounds for like a moron all the time. Seconds. Just a dipshit. You could sound like me, who remembers all the words he wants to say always and is super good at saying them. Yeah, which is... Thanks to Jewel. Super awesome, because everybody wants to hear you say those words at a high volume all the time. That's why I speak at such a high volume, because I'm, like, <laughs> accessing the words so quick, they're just flying out of my mouth at high yeah. speed. It's like when someone's mad at you, and they're like, oh, I'm going to give you the silent treatment, and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to double my <laughs> volume to make up for the lack of your volume. Yeah, oh, oh you're not going to talk so I can talk more? Oh, you're really <laughs> punishing me so much. Uh, so, apparently, yeah, nicotine's addictive as fuck, uh, and it really... Oh, the tie in here was that uh, if you are over the age of 19 and under the age of 25. Yeah. uh, Which is like, again, human brain is not fully formed before age 25. So if you're smoking these things before the age of 25. Yeah. You are if you smoke anything containing nicotine before the age of 25. Yeah. After 25, apparently they don't give a shit. But before the age of 25, you're actually like actively rewiring your brain to the point where like nicotine is the only thing that can satisfy you. That might be a little extreme. Oh, that's funny because I did quit smoking and now nothing satisfies me. Yeah. And sometimes I just sit in the dark and listen to sad music and I'm like, this is what I deserve because there's (laughs) nothing that gives me pleasure. But at least (laughs) you'll have an extra 20 years of sadness in your life. Yeah, that's true. And you won't die of cancer. Yeah, because when, I, another kind when of I get to the age 85 and I'm like one more year and I've reached my allotted <laughs> time limit and all those other suckers are already dead because they died in their 70s because they smoke cigarettes. And now I get to spend probably the best years of your life where you get to do the most stop now. It's like, 
Being 86 is going to be the worst. Yeah, I'm not looking. Particular. Apologies to any 86-year-old listeners uh, oh my of our God. podcast. Could you imagine if someone was 86 and listened to this? They would have died 10 seconds into the first episode when we were like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is my interpretation of someone who's 86 listening to our podcast. How do I turn this off? How did this start? What's a podcast? Where's the any key? I don't... I'm just going to listen to this till I'm dead. <laughs> I thought this was the Golden Girls. <laughs> Yay. Just the Golden Boys. Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, oh, my God. They should make a remake of the Golden Girls. They should not do that. Yes, they should. Do you think if they made an all-male reboot of the Golden Girls, you would see... So you know how, like, with the Ghostbusters thing... Yeah. There was, like, this huge outcry from dudes being like, women are not funny and they're ruining whatever. Do you think if they took Golden Girls and remade it, which they basically did with that movie with the four old dude actors in it, uh, you know which one I'm talking about. No, I don't. The, you know, the no. movie that they just made. Last Vegas? Where it's got No, it's got, like, De Niro and, or whatever. Uh, like, uh, Morgan Freeman? Wasn't that Last Vegas where they go on a Vegas trip and they're all like 80 and nobody dies? Movie with four old guys. Oh, in Vegas. Yeah, that that must be it. Yeah, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas is Robert not that old, is he? Dude, Michael Douglas is so old. When did that happen? Uh, I don't know. Once uh, the clock of time. That movie came out five years ago? Apparently. So now these guys are even older. You know what makes you sound old? You're like that movie that just came out five years ago <laughs> because I'm so old. All the years have merged into one. <laughs> if it happened uh, on this half of a decade, yeah. it was like within the past year. That's it's My favorite is when you're like, now. oh, there's that movie that came out. I should go see if it's available. Like if I can find it on Netflix or something. Like if it's been long enough that it's been out of the theater. And then you go look and the movie came out three years ago and you're like, what the fuck have I been doing with the last three Here years we go. Ago? There was one made last year called Going in Style. And it also had uh, Morgan Freeman, Michael Caine, Alan Arkin. Uh, I don't know any of these other people. Matt Dillon's Matt not Dillon that Matt Dillon still acts. Christopher Lloyd. Nice. Uh... It follows a trio of retirees who plan to rob a bank after their pensions are canceled. I don't know if you've ever watched the show Golden Girls, but there was no bank robbery shenanigans in the Golden Girls. Maybe there should have been. Yeah, there definitely should have been. All male Golden Girls reboot. Oh, my God. Someone has to have. There's a gay male Golden Girls reboot in the works. I mean, if you were going to go all guys... And you didn't want to get some flack, going all gay would be the way to get around that. Get this. Yeah? It's called Silver Foxes. Ooh, that is a sexy title. Is there anybody I know in it? Uh, Silver Do I Foxes. know any elderly gay actors? Uh, I bet. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait. Oh, Leslie Jordan. Isn't that a girl? Just going to Google Ooh, that. George Takai in... Bruce Valanche? Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely in. No, Leslie Jordan's a dude. Oh, that guy. I can't remember what he was in, but he's one of those guys who's been in a whole bunch of movies, and you know. He's, like, short and... Old. Who's Todd Sherry? I don't know that guy. Mm, nope. Anyways, 
If you are going to make a show... And if you're going to do an all-male reboot. If you're going to do any show ever and George Takai and Bruce Valanche are both in it, I'm watching it <laughs> because the banter alone between those two characters would be quite enjoyable. Yeah, I'd probably... I might check it out. I might tune in for the first episode. I mean, at worst case scenario, what happens is you watch this show and you're like, this is way worse than the Golden Girls was. So you go back and you watch Golden Girls and you're like, oh, wait, I just this isn't good either. I just didn't have access to better TV shows when this, this is was one on. of those things I exclusively yeah. liked because I watched it when I was young and my yeah. unformed brain came to think that Golden Girls was a that's I feel like that's every sitcom. Uh, like think back to all the shit you watched in the 90s, the, like best, the entire TGIF lineup. I didn't have cable when I grew up. That's why. I loved Gilligan's Island growing up. I was oh, like, this show is worse. fucking awesome. And then I went back and I was like, I was an idiot because this show is terrible. And yeah, it is, it is not good. And you're like, nobody's having sex with anybody. How can I get around this? And then you're like, oh yeah, it's made for kids. They don't want to deal with like inter-character sexual relationships. Gilligan's Island was not made for kids. That makes it worse. Yeah, I think it was just made for people in the 50s when no one had sex. Yeah, no, like you watch any TV show, nobody talks about sex. So obviously nobody was having sex. I don't think anyone had sex in the 50s. Yeah, they just had kids and they didn't know how. Yeah. Not because they had sex. I think it was just because they never had sex or anything. So the guys would have wet dreams and then the girls would accidentally roll through it in the night and that's how they got pregnant. And that's why they started sleeping in separate beds right. in the 50s. Because they kept being waking up and being like, I'm pregnant again. Yeah. The guy's like, we already have nine. How are we supposed to keep feeding these things? Separate beds. And they're like, we try using contraceptives, but there's no way to work it because I get pregnant by rolling through your jizz in the middle of the night. I guess I could wear like cellophane underwear. That might help. I feel like you're onto something here, Dale. Oh, let's make a time machine. <laughs> Go back in time, sell cellophane and underwear to couples in the 50s and make... $10 million. I feel like we'd, there'd probably be more of a market for cellophane underwear now, just because there's probably like a fetish community around this. If you excuse me, I'm not going to Google that. I am almost 40 and no longer have any interest in any fetish community. Because when I was in my 20s, I was like, ooh, some fetishes can be hot. I bet there's Lots of normal, well-adjusted people that are sexy and attractive and into fetishes. And then, as I grew older and wiser, I realized that sexy, well-adjusted people don't have to be into fetishes because they're sexy and well-adjusted, and they could just have regular sex with regular people, and that's good enough for them. That people that are into fetishes are usually broken or dealing with baggage, because once you kind of unbreak yourself, and kind of deal with your baggage, you're like, I don't need to have shame jizz anymore. Regular jizz is good enough. I don't need to be into a fetish. Would you agree with that statement, Derek? Uh, Are you over your addiction to shame jizz? Uh, like, now that you're like me and not 40, do you feel yourself being just okay with normal sex and that's 
satisfying enough. Yeah, like really like plain, boring missionary sex where it's just like yeah, like per, I, I would call it perfunctory sex where you're just like whoa, big word. Yeah, you want to know why that is? Nicotine, baby. <laughs> In that fucking vape. You're just like you're just like okay, we're gonna like treat sex like a chore and yeah. just like okay. It's like anything else. Like, oh, I have to, like, clean the bathroom once a week, and also I should probably have sex once a week. Yeah, and when you're scrubbing the toilet, if you jizz, it just makes more work. But if you're having sex and you jizz, work's done. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're wearing cellophane underwear, which I have found in a cafe press store uh, that exists. And I'm just, I'm wondering how... You say Cafe Press, like we all know what that is? It's it's like a website where people can sell stuff. Oh. It's it's usually like you can have like a store selling like custom t-shirts. But this enterprising person took it upon themselves to sell cellophane underwear. And what I'm wondering is how sweaty would your nads be after wearing these all day? Very, very sweaty. The swass would be out of control. It's like, have you ever put in like damp swimming trucks in a Ziploc bag and then just like left it somewhere for three weeks. Well, not a Ziploc bag, but like a grocery bag. That was the move. You put your damp swimwear in a grocery bag, like when you're younger, throw it in your backpack so it doesn't get anything else wet. And then when you get home, you like take it out of your backpack and you're like, I'm a responsible person in my early 20s. I will put this bag of swimwear in this closet and i will definitely <laughs> wash this until the next time within a these. couple days and then like a couple months later you're like what's in this bag and then it's just fucking armageddon <laughs> like, like mold bugs so that's jizz. what your genitals would how the jizz get in there i don't know <laughs> um, that is what your your genitals would be like all the time yeah mold and jizz yeah moldy jizz oh right. my god I don't know. See, here's here's a good question. If you're going to wear cellophane underwear, would it be better or worse to shave your genitals? Oh, good question. Because if you don't, you're going to get a sweaty, hairy mess. But if you do, there's going to be more sweat because there's no hair to sop up some of the sweat. Yeah, it would just be like, it would be like, you know, not putting steel wool <laughs> into a... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you didn't shave, you'd end up with rusty pews. Like okay, yeah, yeah. I just want to kind of interject and just want to give you some friend advice. Like you're online trying to date right now and girls are listening to this. No girls are listening to this. And they think your pubic hair is steel wool. <laughs> is that not true? Would you think that would be good or bad? I mean, it's it's good. It gives gives a good scrubbing. Yeah, because it gets all the STDs off the shaft. Yeah. Dr. Dale, weighing in. Hey, I said as a scientist, not a doctor. I don't actually know how to scrub the STDs off of your shaft. We're at 50 minutes now. Do you want to go into any of this other shit, or was that uh, a good enough? So Vancouver elections happened. Oh, yeah. Turnout was low. People were elected. Hooray. You didn't vote. You didn't vote. Neither of us voted. I'm going to tell you why I didn't vote, because... um, I was like, hey, girlfriend, who cares about this stuff? What do I need to vote? And she was like, looks it up online. And it was like, you need 
either a piece of ID with your current address on it in the municipality where you're voting. And my ID is from like my driver's license has like four addresses to go. And I don't really feel like driving all the way to Delta to vote in the municipal election. You could have, though, just to fuck with them. I could have. Or you need two pieces of mail that have your current address on it and one of them with your signature. And I currently have one piece of mail with my address on it that was basically I ordered something online and got them to deliver it to my house. And I went to the place that I went to the post office to pick it up. And I'm like, Hey, I'm here to pick up my package. They're like, do you have anything with your address on it? And you're like, well, no, I just moved there. And they're like, but, and I'm like, I have my ID. I want to clarify that Dale moved into this place like eight months ago, not eight, (laughs) six months ago, actually. (laughs) But the thing is, I don't get anything mailed there because I'm a responsible adult you don't and get, like, I'm a paperless. Phone? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't get paperless now. I don't get cell phone bills. I don't get bank statements. I don't get cable bills. All of that's paperless. The only thing I get is like student loans being like, hey, you owe us money. And that I get. <laughs> we can track you down anywhere. Well, that I just get sent to a post office box. And once every three months, I just go pack, pick up a stack of them. So anyways, I go to the post office. I'm like, hey, I'm here to pick up my package. Here's my ID. And they're like, you need a piece of address. A and piece of address. A piece of something <laughs> with your address on. And I was just like, I just said, uh, like I did that long enough <laughs> that the girl was like, okay, I'll give it to you this time. <laughs> and then, you know what she says? She says, next time bring proof of address. You could use this thing you just got <laughs> as your proof of address. That's amazing. <laughs> so it's like. So you've just been carrying this Amazon box around with you for like Not the whole box. I ripped the flap off. So every time I go, I went in to get something else, and I was like, "Here you go." And I hand them a piece of cardboard like I'm a child, and it just has my address label on it. And they're like, "Oh yeah, this makes total sense." This would be better if you actually just brought the whole <laughs> box everywhere and was like, here you go. Or the best part is I actually use the box to hold stuff in. And then every time I go, I had to dump that <laughs> out. out. And then I go there and they're like, it's just like random like crumbs and stuff. It's <laughs> stuck to the side of the box. And they're like, what is this? So anyways, what I'm saying is this cardboard flap with my address on it isn't enough to vote. So uh, what Dale's saying is that he did not vote because he because a long time ago, a committee of people decided this like the least barrier to voting <laughs> and Dale could not even meet that. And that is why Dale did not vote in this election. No, the best part was my girlfriend was like, oh, you could use our lease. And she's like, oh, wait, you didn't sign that. And she's like, but you could sign it. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to vote. <laughs> I'd rather not be on this when I just like abscond in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, my story's not that I didn't vote because I didn't know anything about. So everyone likes to pretend that it's like your your duty as a citizen in a democracy to to go out and vote whenever yeah. there's an election. Um, fuck that. That's dumb. Don't vote unless you like actually have a base understanding of what you are voting for. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you're a dipshit. Oh yeah. There's another thing. In there's a candidate in the Burnaby election, and in 2014 she ran. But on her like 
one of her policies back in 2014 was she was going to ban PDAs because she felt like the LGBTQ community was suffering like physical abuse and slander because when they would make out in public, people would see that and then yell stuff or attack them. So to get over that, she was just going to ban public PDAs of anybody. This Which, is, heart's in the right place? Heart's in the right place, but it's kind of like a backwards, I guess, old person approach to solving a completely solvable problem. But my problem is... I think that's hilarious that she would do something like that, and I would vote for her because I'd be like, that'd be so funny if this chick won. What would, what else would she do? And that's why I shouldn't vote because, like, in the Vancouver riding, one of the people's main promises was she was going to get rid of bike lanes. And I'm like, well, that one day a month that I drive downtown – would totally be easier if there wasn't bike lanes. So I would vote for her. The funny thing is that a lot of people probably voted for that lady specifically because of that. Yeah. Because they're just like, oh, I don't I don't like bike lanes. Yeah, but for so this is another reason why I shouldn't vote because for me, the one time a month I actually go downtown, being inconvenienced would be better than the twice a day person who commutes to work on a bicycle. And I could fuck that person over totally just because I go downtown once a month. Yeah. So that's why. That's why. But, you know, every vote, every vote counts, man. Every vote's a vote. Also, I guess voting is the one thing where I look at it and I'm like, I'm kind of too immature to do this because I'm just going to make it a joke vote or I'm going to vote for someone I don't know anything about. And that could be the bad guy if this was a movie. You know what? Do you know uh, Roller Girl? No. So she's uh, she's a homeless person. Wait, Roller Girl, like the girl from Boogie Nights? No, like this is in Vancouver. There's like a... a, a Wait, homeless people get like superhero names? A homeless woman on... Well, she's always on roller skates. Yeah. So everyone calls her Roller Girl. Uh, I know her because yeah. uh, Courtney used to manage the Starbucks that like Roller Girl was like always in front of. Yeah. And she went in there lots. She's, she's insane, but she ran for mayor. And she got something like 650 votes, which is like 650 people should just like have their voting license taken away. It's like, oh, you get a black mark on your permanent record. You are no longer allowed to vote again. Like, I want to be open to everybody doing whatever they want, like within the realms of our society. But how was she even allowed to run for mayor? Oh, anyone can run for mayor. Like, I can't vote if I'm homeless. How come you can run for mayor if you're homeless? I, I think actually you can vote if you have like a cardboard flap <laughs> saying that you're homeless. Maybe if I would have signed the back of my cardboard <laughs> flap, that would have been good enough. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to. What do you need to run for mayor in Vancouver? Oh my I think God. you just have to pay. How about this? In four years, if we still live where we are. I'll run for mayor of Burnaby. You can run for mayor of Coquitlam. And then we'll have a high five clause where we just say that the mayor of Burnaby and the mayor of Coquitlam have to meet for a state dinner once a week to discuss intercity politics. And then we just get a steak dinner and high five each other. And expense it to the taxpayer. And you can be an Argentinian or Uruguayan steak dinner yeah. and we could totally not smoke weed so that before we, we eat, eat it. an unhealthy amount of meat but the best part is if the like 
caucus or what's, what's it called at the city level? Just Are they council. Like, okay, Just the councilors will come and they'll be like, I can't believe you expensed this steak dinner. And we could be like, it was only half because the other city paid for the other half. <laughs> and they'll be like... Nice. You guys are so smart. This is why you're the mayors. And we'll be like, we've discussed all of the city, intercity politics, and we sorted them out. The politics have been discussed. Uh, all right. So uh, I think with that, we've come full circle. Anything else you'd like to add this week? No, I, th- I think I've pretty much proven how level my IQ is with what I've said already. Yeah. Just which is high. Just need that. Yeah. That's definitely my takeaway today. Yeah. Do you think people are just going to think we're high anyway? It's actually a good thing we don't smoke weed because yeah. we are not our, like our baseline intelligence is not high. So, yeah, I think if I smoked weed, my um and ahs and inability un- <laughs> to recall the word desirable and shit like that would be greatly increased. So there'd be like 20 seconds of me being like, uh, and then you looking at me blinking Waiting for me to say the it word. It would be an entire podcast of that time Dale got asked for proof of address when he went <laughs> to get a package. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, okay, fine. Just take it. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Outrage Factory. As always, I've been your host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Herder. And I've been your host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can follow us collectively on the Twitter machine at an account that never tweets at OutrageFactPod. You uh, probably don't even know the password to log into. Yeah, it. I don't. But, you know, give it a follow because I occasionally like to check those numbers and feel good about how many followers we have. Also, you can if you want to talk to us, just use the hashtag OutrageFactory and we'll probably look it up at some point. Probably too late to get into the stream of the podcast about the stuff we're talking about. Yeah, but hey, maybe we'll put you on the next one. Uh, We have a Facebook page. You should like it. Uh, Please subscribe to us uh, on iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, You can uh, hit us up on the internet at outragefactory.simplecast.fm. You can give us money on Patreon and... Oh, fuck. I keep forgetting to charge people for that. What the fuck? We could be rich. We could be rich. We could be, like, $10 richer. I bet the people who, like, pay for us on Patreon are like, oh, I don't even notice it's gone. And then one day we'll, like, hit to charge them and they'll be like, what the fuck? What's this extra $10 for? It's actually... it's So it's two people and I think Julie actually canceled hers because I started charging. I went eight months. She made a donation. I went eight months without charging her for any episodes and then I did two episodes back to back and charged yeah. her for them and she was like, I'm out. Oh yeah, she, like maybe she didn't know that it pays every time or she just lost interest in us yes. over those eight months. Or maybe... Well, because they say like a girl's interests and preferences and tastes change when they have babies. So it's not like we got any worse. We're still one of the best podcasts on the internet. The best podcast. Maybe her personal flavor of podcasts that she prefers changed because she had a baby or like most people who don't get enough sleep, maybe she just couldn't tolerate our voices anymore. The, yeah. Or people who get any amount of sleep, really. Yeah. Like it, not enough, too much, who knows? That should be a selling point of our podcast is if you can listen to us talk for an hour, you're tough. Your ears are like going through like cardio core boot camp. Yeah. 
This is like, uh, this is like, what's that fucking cult? CrossFit. Yeah. For, for your like, ears. Yeah. CrossFit for your hearing. Uh, okay. So, uh, lastly, if you like the podcast or you hate the podcast, leave us a review in wherever you listen to podcasts. And finally, uh, tell a friend about us. We're two pretty charming, attractive guys. Who need uh, attention. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to leave that part unsaid, but. Oh, uh, just like, it's one of those things to be like, oh, those guys really need attention. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But if we say it, does it mean we're self-aware or we're just kind of sad? I think it cancels. If we say it, it cancels out all the other people saying it. So yeah. nobody oh, knows. Oh, it's like, yeah, someone would be like, attention. oh, that podcast, they just want attention. And then someone would be like, yeah, they actually say that five times every podcast. They'll be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, now I got to think of some other insult to throw at them. And they'll be like, maybe you should listen to the podcast because they insult themselves the whole time. So it's going to be pretty hard to come up with something they haven't addressed yet. And then we get more listeners. That's literally their entire brand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Until next week. Stay angry.